You owe it to your dog and your uh, and your best friend to make sure that he is healthy. It is a responsibility that comes with the privilege of having your dog in your home. The question is, uh, how do you do that? Easy. Naturopathic Dr. Dennis Black created the answer. Been using it for Uno for several years, and it is fantastic. It's Rough Greens. R-U-F-F Greens dot com slash Beck. Rough Greens dot com slash Beck. You can call, get your first bag free. 833-GLEN-33. 833-G-L-E-N-N-33. Rough Greens dot com slash Beck. All right. I see all the commenters on YouTube and all the Twitters. Actually, Twitter's next hour, Yeah, the YouTube so. people are the better people. YouTube people are yeah, the better the people. Twitter people, eh. I know. Yeah, I don't know about that, I but know. the YouTube people are great. All right, so we uh, begin the program big day today. Next. Hello, America, and welcome to the Glenn Beck Program. We're glad you're here today. It's a big day. We have a big special on tonight uh, called The Reckoning. Oh, what is Glenn Beck saying? What kind of reckoning? Oh, I think I know. Do you? Because there is a constitutional reckoning that must happen. And I'm going to show you how you can do it from the comfort of your own couch. All right, we begin in 60 seconds. James wrote wrote in about his experience with the Relief Factor. Uh, Oh, I'm sorry, it's not James, it's Jamie. She says, my husband and I uh, both started using Relief Factor and we were surprised at the results. We had minor aches and pains, had problems with my knee that weren't improving. After about two weeks of Relief Factor, we both were seeing a wonderful loss of pain. My knee doesn't feel like it's being stabbed all the time anymore. Oh, that's my favorite kind of pain. I don't know, is it stabbing? Um, yes, and if you can't help me, I'm about to stab you with the jet talker! Anyway, Jamie, glad that you and your husband found Relief Factor and you found some relief from your pain. ReliefFactor.com. You can go there now, order at 1-800-THE-NUMBER-4-RELIEF, 1-800-THE-NUMBER-4-RELIEF, or ReliefFactor.com. Feel the difference. Wow, Stu, how are you? I am great, Glenn. How about yourself? Well, I'm a little... Shall I say, fed up? You are a little fed up. I've noticed that this week. I am a little fed up. It's been the theme Uh, of the week. It has been. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Uh, And it's been, you know, I don't know, long time coming. Uh, And I think we all are. And you have two choices when you're fed up. You can either go, oh, well, doesn't matter. Or you can say, wow, this is really kind of important. We should find a way to make it stop because we're on the verge of losing our nation. I believe the constitutional Republic that we all think we live in is already a thing of the past, but it can be saved. But I don't think through 
regular politics in Washington. I'm going to lay this out for you tonight, but I just want to ask you if you are willing to accept the consequences of things like this. Bill Haggerty yesterday, uh, he's a senator, he was uh, grilling the FBI director about a document that Grassley and Comer have said, we need for our investigation. We know you have it. Whistleblowers have said you have it. We need it. And you have until like five o'clock today to produce it. Well, they didn't produce it. So when Ray gets up to testify in front of Congress, here's what happens. Senator Grassley and Chairman Comer subpoenaed an FBI document containing an allegation regarding a pay-to-play scheme between then-Vice President Biden and a foreign national. And your response was due just a little bit earlier today. So my question is, has the FBI complied with the subpoena for this document? Uh, I believe we submitted a uh, lengthy letter uh, earlier today. The, a letter, but uh, not the document that was the subject of the uh, subpoena request? I, I can't speak to the specific document. Uh, we are committed to working collaboratively with both committees, but we also have to balance sources and methods and in ongoing investigations, uh, and we will continue to work through the accommodation process as has happened uh, many times in the past. Was there okay. a plan to okay. submit the document, or will it be never submitted, or has there been a conclusion? I would, I would, I would refer to the letter, which is, I think, quite detailed uh, and kind of goes through a fair amount of discussion about um, our proposed approach. To, to addressing the document. I do want to confirm that the document does exist. The FD 1023. Can't on that. Uh, I, I really can't get into nah, the specifics. You can't get into that. Uh, here. I, uh, I will tell you that uh, we understand completely the yeah. importance of congressional oversight. Right. That's important to me. Really important. I also understand very much, yeah. as I, I think you do, the very importance much. of us protecting sources and methods yeah. and investigations. Yeah. You know, uh, and that's why you can't answer work. anything like about January 6th. How many people from the FBI were involved in that? How many did you really have 12 or was it 10 people uh, on in, in the plot to uh, to, you know, kidnap and kill Gretchen Whitmer? What, what was it? Was it 10 or we can't get into any of that? Oh, I gosh darn it. I'm sorry. Am I going to foul up your really, really competent system there? You know that Durham. His scope included the FBI investigations directed at the Hillary Clinton campaign. Did you know that the FBI had three concurrent investigations into the Clinton Foundation? Now, FBI has, you know, I wonder, is that why they shut it down after she lost? Is that why I just went in, just went away? Nobody all contributions went to zero because I thought it was just about the bribery. But was it possibly that uh, you had a government agency going, ah, there's a problem here. You've got foreign money funneling in and the FBI had that tip, Um, the tip that was that uh, a foreign government, in fact, three of them, a foreign government uh, was sending a person to contribute to Clinton's anticipated presidential campaign in a way to gain influence with Clinton should she win the presidency. So it's kind of like what they said was happening with Russia and uh, and Trump. But it was Clinton and uh, the FBI somehow 
you know, they 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 had all of this information uh, and then they lost it. They don't have a copy anymore of the illegal payment. Um, and the FBI handlers couldn't explain why this, you know, illegal contribution wasn't documented in FBI records. It should have been there. It was a it was a human error, I think. Uh, and we can all understand that. Uh, so. By the way, uh, the FBI, the agent handling it, uh, was um, um, told the other agency that, you know, was saying, hey, here's some documents. you need." Uh, they were told um, that um, you should stay away from all events relating to the Clinton campaign. So so that's so that's good. I don't know about you, but I think this is fair and honest. I think that that we're not we're not looking at a giant cabal, certainly not a secret one. They're out in the open. They're absolutely out in the open and they're doing a bang up job. I don't know if you heard this. Let me just give you a quick update that you don't remember the Zodiac killer. Yes, yeah. Zodiac Big killer. story. Yeah, back in the day. Yeah, back in the day. yeah, people, yeah. people remember that one. I think I was like four. Made movies about it. Yes, mm-hmm. yes. Yeah, and everything. Apparently, the FBI um, had the DNA evidence and everything since uh, 2012, I think. Yeah, 2012. Um, felon has been secretly listed as Zodiac suspect in headquartered computers since 2016. Uh, with partial DNA safely secured at Quantico. Um, unfortunately, they didn't do anything about it. They were like, we're busy on other things. We got other things we got to do. Uh, and so, uh, and so they did those things. Now the Zodiac killer is now dead. So they got him. So they Good got job, they FBI. Got there we go. Well, yeah. God got him, oh. you know, really God got him eventually, eventually. Mm-hmm. Now, um, something else that you should probably, I mean, I'm just saying, I'm a little fed up. I think it's so clearly obvious what's going on. And we lose the republic if we all go, well, what are you going to do? Right? If we all say, well, what are you going to do? That's just Washington. What happens? Why do you think they are trying to scare you like they are? Why do you think that they are taking these whistleblowers, wait until I tell you about the whistleblowers, wait until you see what they're doing to them. Why do you think they're doing that? Because they're telling every FBI agent, you stay in place. They're telling every IRS agent, you sit down and shut up. They are making these people's lives miserable and it's dangerous. Why do you think they're going after pro-abortion people? Sit down, shut up. Why do you think they targeted parents at the school boards? Sit down and shut up. So my question is, when somebody is saying that to America, do Americans today continue to sit down and shut up? Because I know how that movie ends. I'm not going to sit down and shut up. I haven't had a clue on how are we going to solve this? Well, you know what? Something happened the last couple of months that we all kind of looked at each other and went, hey, that gives me an idea. And it's a constitutional stick. I don't look to guns or violence or anything else for the answer. I look to the Constitution because 
They got it. They covered all of it. So how can we solve this? Because the Justice Department is not going to throw anybody in jail. The FBI is completely corrupt. We know that the Democratic Party, I mean, think of this. If, if you're Democratic friends, if they are paying any attention at all, the crimes here are so clear and I don't even mean the crimes. I can't tell you. I can guess, but I can't tell you about the Clinton Foundation. I, I don't have the evidence, but I believe that the FBI has had the evidence and done nothing about it. It's so clear when what you lose the presidency and all of a sudden nobody's giving to your foundation anymore. Hello. It's so clear what that is. However, I, you know, you need an investigation in a court of law, but that's never going to happen. And even if it does happen, it's going to happen in Washington, D.C., where 97 percent. I mean, it's it's honestly it's like Baghdad and Saddam Hussein. Ninety seven percent of the people going out to vote are like, yep, yeah, I'm for Saddam Hussein. Put my finger in the ink. So how do we win? How do we reclaim a blind justice i'll tell you tonight blaze tv if you're not a member of blaze tv you need to be we need your support look anyone who is telling the truth and this includes you and that's why we try to be there for you anyone who is telling the truth and getting involved in this it's about to go jason bourne I worry about these whistleblowers. Uh, this is dangerous stuff now in America. But the good guys win. The good guys win. We win. We just have to stay together and stand together. So join us at The Blaze tonight at 8 p.m. We're going to show you all of this and we're going to go over it tomorrow. I've got a website that I'm going to introduce to you tonight. I'm going to show you the whole plan. I, I ask you, bring friends over, bring neighbors over, bring anybody who has an open mind to listen, who wants to solve the problem. Because it's going to take all hands on deck. That's tonight, 8 o'clock, Blaze TV. Join us. We use the promo code FEDUP for your subscription, and you will save 30 bucks. Jenny Cell is the best in skincare, and they've upgraded their most popular package, featuring their top-selling deep-firming vitamin C serum plus ultra-retinol moisturizer for 70% off. So, what are you going to get the best of skincare? Well, let me tell you about GenuCell.com review for, from Robert in Blessing, Texas. He says, I purchased GenuCell as a gift for my girlfriend. She said she saw results fast, so we joined their concierge program. It's honestly the best skincare she's ever used, and she's extremely impressed. Her skin is noticeably softer and smoother. She was already beautiful. Genucel has made her even more beautiful. Mm -hmm. Yeah, that's right. Genucel Secret is a family recipe going back over 20 years. It's safe for all skin types and perfect for both men and women. Check it out today. See what Genucel can do for you. You can visit genucel.com slash Beck and save over 70% off Genucel's most popular package featuring their Ultra Retinol and Genucel Firming Serum. Go to genucel.com slash Beck. Get a complimentary spa essentials box as well with every package order plus a free upgrade to priority shipping. 
Go to genucel.com slash Beck at 70% off now. G-E-N-U-C-E-L dot com slash Beck. 10 seconds, station ID. I'm going to tell you something that really pisses me off um, and uh, really pisses me off. But I'm going to tell it to you in a way that I could say to you, because of what I know tonight, I don't give a flying crap. I don't give a crap because what they're doing in Washington doesn't matter anymore. I expect it to be corrupt. I have asked anyone, anyone from the committee on the weaponization of uh, our government. I've asked over and over and over again, over. I'll take any. Can your dog make it to the show? Uh, and they're all, they're always on, you know, Lou Dobbs and, you know, Fox business, which is under Fox. I mean, it's worse performance than Fox and this program has a bigger reach than Fox News does now. So please, what the hell is going on? We were supposed to have one of them on who will remain nameless. Uh, and uh, gosh darn it, just couldn't get it done again today. And this has been going on for months. But I'm still on your side. I don't know what your problem is, but I'm still on your side. Uh, okay, so let me go through some of the things that I just you just have to ask yourself. Are you okay living in an America like this? Did you know that the National Archives and Records Administration officials testified in front of Congress that uh, every administration since Ronald Reagan has mishandled classified documents to some extent? Okay. Now, what they've mishandled. This is well known. In fact, the archives said they have experienced for decades that people who leave office, they donate their papers or whatever. And the National Archives will get calls from, you know, libraries and they'll be like, I uh, just dumped this box off. And I don't know. I think this look it's happening all throughout our government. OK. Do you know when they testified about this? Well, the transcript was um, the transcript was uh, released yesterday. The hearing happened in March. Now, why didn't we know this? Oh, by the way, the other interesting thing is the um, the National Archives said, by the way, we don't have a way to track any documents. We don't know what is out and what's not out. Which led to an interesting exchange, I imagine, uh, when one of the uh, representatives that works for you actually asked a question that you might ask. Well, wait a minute. Then how did you alert the FBI that there were documents with Trump? If you don't know what documents are out, how did you know? Huh. No, but I'm I feel confident that even our National Archives, the people who take care of our precious documents 
are not trying to sabotage the United States of America. No, I, I feel confident. Do you feel confident in that? Because if you do, great. Tonight's show's not for you. The rest of today's show's not for you. If you don't feel confident that uh, we're on the right track, keep listening. How about this one? I feel so much better. We found out that the FBI has gotten a lot better, a lot better. They are they've only issued 8000 FISA warrants this year. 8000 Americans are being spied on by the FBI. So you got 8000 and they said they just pulled a random number out and did an audit. And they did an audit of about 600 and only 20 of them were wrong or fraudulent or, uh, you know, uh, what would they say? Uh, unreasonably designed. I like that one. Unreasonably designed. Hmm. So you're spying on Americans and that's unreasonably designed. Sounds to me like that might be you lied on the FISA report. Okay. But the FBI said, quote, we now are making real progress because we've put in new compliance standards uh, and the failure is just a lack of understanding from our federal agents. And I have to tell you, uh, I've talked to so many people who have their taxes done and, you know, there'll be a you know, a big problem. And the IRS is like, oh, you know what? This is probably just a misunderstanding. You didn't understand how to complete it. You know what? No harm, no foul. Can you be better next time? Because that's what happens to you all the time, right? There's two systems of justice in this country. You want to stop it? Stay with us. Join us tonight. Blaze TV, 8 p.m. Eastern. The Glenn Beck Program. Wow. We had uh, Democrats yesterday say because of uh, Ron DeSantis and his stance against uh, illegal aliens. Uh, th- there's going to be food that just rots out in the farms. Oh my gosh. Yeah. Between that and global warming, oof, we should all eat bugs. Or maybe we should support our farmers. We should support our ranchers and we should eat American food. If you don't have a farmer's market, you need to get one started in your town. I'm going to go out on a limb here. I don't think in America it should cost you an arm and a leg every time you want to throw some steaks or you just you just want some fish or some chicken. But that's what's happening and it's going to get more expensive. We're importing 85% of our grass-fed beef imported from overseas. There is no reason for that. None. Meanwhile, our government is putting these people out of business. You want good meat and a guarantee your price is not going to go up? Go to goodranchers.com. Fish, chicken, beef, all American, really good stuff with a price lock guarantee. GoodRanchers.com. Use the promo code BECK. Save $30 off of your first box. GoodRanchers.com.
Big special tonight, blazetv.com slash Glenn. Use the promo code FEDUP and save 30 bucks off your subscription to Blaze TV. All right. So right now in Washington, uh, the FBI is whistleblowers are testifying. No one but Fox News is covering it. Let me tell you what's happening. There are three FBI whistleblowers that are testifying today, not just on what they've learned, why they blew the whistle, but now how they're blowing the whistle has destroyed their life. There's no protection for whistleblowers with the FBI, DOJ. It's not happening. It's not happening. Adam Schiff, those whistleblowers, oh, yeah, no, uh-uh, they're completely protected. In fact, they got promotions. These guys? Intelligence analyst Marcus Allen has alleged the Bureau suspended his security clearance for raising concerns about the factual accuracy of testimony that FBI Director Christopher Wray gave to Congress about the events of January 6th, the Capitol riot. During March 2021 hearing, Ray made remarks suggesting the FBI or law enforcement had not infiltrated certain groups that attracted blame for violence at the Capitol during the incident. After viewing a news article suggesting the opposite, Allen wrote to his supervisors asserting there is a significant counter story to the events of January 6, 21 at the U.S. Capitol. There is a good possibility the D.C. elements of our FBI organization are not being forthright about the events of the day or the influence of government assets. Well, what did they do? Uh, they they uh, suspended his security clearance. Despite my history of this is what he's testifying to today, despite my history of unblemished ser- uh, service to the United States, The FBI suspended my security clearance, accusing me of being disloyal to my country. That is an outrageous and insulting accusation based on unsubstantiated accusations that I hold, quote, conspiratorial views, end quote, regarding the events of January 6th, and that I allegedly sympathize with criminal conduct. I do not. Instead, it appears that I was retaliated against because I forwarded information to my superiors and others that questioned the official narrative of the events of January 6th. As a result, I was accused of promoting conspiratorial views and unreliable information because I did this. The FBI questioned my allegiance to the United States. This has been a trying circumstance for me and my family. It has been more than a year since the FBI took my paycheck from me. My family and I have been surviving on early withdrawals from our retirement accounts, while the FBI has ignored my request for approval to obtain outside employment. Okay, you're a traitor. You are not loyal to your country. Uh, you're going to have us, we are going to revoke your security clearance. So you can't work. We're not going to pay you and you can't work anywhere else. What do you think that is? You think that's a message to anybody? How about this one? Special agent Garrett Boyle. 
He testified the FBI prioritized investigations into anti-abortion groups in the aftermath of the 22 Dobbs versus Jackson decision that overturned the constitutional right for the procedure. O'Boyle questioned the point of such an approach, noting that it was pro-abortion protesters who demonstrated outside of the homes of the Supreme Court justices, which I don't think any of them went to jail. He further contended that he was asked to speak to his anti-abortion informant about potential threats against the justices that the FBI wanted its agents to look into the pregnancy centers. Despite our oath to uphold the Constitution, too many in the FBI, he's saying today, uh, aren't willing to sacrifice for the hard right over the easy wrong. They see what becomes of whistleblowers, how the FBI destroys their careers, suspends them under false pretenses, takes their security clearances and pay with no true options for real recourse or remedy. This is by design. It creates an Orwellian atmosphere that silences opposition and all discussion. In his remarks, he recalls the oath he swore to defend the country. He said, my oath, however, did not include sacrificing the hopes, dreams and livelihood of my family, my strong, beautiful and courageous wife and my four sweet and beautiful daughters who have endured this process along with me. So what process did he go through? Well, security clearance revoked, so he can't find another job. He can't. They won't allow him to find another job. But he was given the opportunity to move across the country and take his family. And they gave him this opportunity when his daughter was two weeks old. So his wife is still recovering from pregnancy. The house is all up in arms. Uh, But he takes his children His newborn, his wife, they sell their house, they move out, uh, they're about to uh, move into their new house. Day one of the new job, he's suspended. So now he he doesn't have any money for a house. They become homeless and the FBI does not release their home goods, including their clothes, for weeks. Now, what do you think? Do you want to live in an America like that? Do you realize, Democrats? This, we are repeating the exact pattern of the Weimar Republic. We're repeating it. And the people in the Weimar Republic thought, oh, well, we're going to control everything forever. And gee, it didn't work out that way. You don't want either side having this kind of power because you don't know what others are going to do with it. You have absolutely no way to get how, Let me ask you this. Well, no, I'm going to let uh, I'm going to let the good Senator Bill Haggerty ask it. Listen to this. Good question, America. We should all ask. Cut three. Let me just come back to what I'm trying to understand then. If the FBI has in evidence, has uncovered evidence that alleges criminal conduct by the president. I'm just telling you what. I'm sorry. Sorry. And 
you then, I presume, hand this to the DOJ if you uncover this. But I understand the DOJ's policy is they're not going to charge a sitting president while that person is president. And the DOJ is not going to provide that information to Congress, not going to comply with subpoenas for documents. Um, it, it feels to me like it's a dog chasing its tail. And the question is, if illegal conduct is alleged or uncovered, how does the Congress or the American public ever get that evidence? Well, I, the um, mm -hmm. decisions made by DOJ uh -huh. um, about uh, how to staff prosecutions, uh -huh. which U.S. attorney's uh -huh. offices, which counsel to appoint, right. all those sorts of things yeah. are uh, entrusted by regulation to the department, mm -hmm. right. to the attorney general. I can right. speak to what the FBI's role is uh -huh. and my expectations of FBI agents. It's not answering um, the question at those all. Those are the ones I've communicated. Uh -huh. But to be clear, if evidence were uncovered by the FBI, you would hand that over to the DOJ. They then make the determination, whether it's the attorney general or, the, in this case, the mm -hmm. Delaware U.S. attorney, what to do with that evidence. And again, their policy is not to charge a sitting president, and we can't get the evidence in Congress. Is that correct? Decisions about who to charge, uh -huh. what to charge, uh -huh. uh, those are decisions made by prosecutors at the Justice Department. Okay, including stop. The U so, then, so wait a minute. So Congress says we need the facts so we can do oversight to see if there's any kind of, of anything going on. Why are you doing this and not prosecuting that? Well, I can't get into it. It's an ongoing investigation. Well, yeah, but you work for us. We have oversight. We want to see your work. Show me your work. Even Common Core says, show me your work. Okay? No, we can't. We just can't do it. Because, you know, you know it, it's, it's secret. We don't want to reveal anything. Wait a minute. One of the things we want to investigate is how all of the FBI sources linked up with the media and fed them all of these lies about Russiagate. So, wait. Well, yeah, I mean, you can refer it to the Justice Department. I don't have anything to do with the Justice Department. I'm just in the FBI. And I can tell you that I, you know, I, I'll investigate anything they want me to investigate, but they have to ask me. Uh huh. So, you've said you have this evidence, which you won't show us. You've given it to the Justice Department. The Justice Department, they won't prosecute. They won't tell us why they won't prosecute. They won't even show us the information. How are we supposed to conduct oversight? Do we work for you? This is what the senator should be saying. Do we work for you or do you work for us? Because I know the Constitution says... I work for the American people as a senator or representative. I work for the American people. And we know, because we have a representative government, not everybody has to know everything. But as, the, as representatives, when we feel something is wrong and the American people think something is wrong, you have to show it to us. So, America, how exactly do you fix this? Do you know what the, what the Durham report actually said? You know what the, the real problem was? The reason why he said there should be no arrest or anything else? He didn't. He said because 
you won't get a fair trial. It won't, it won't happen. It'll all happen in Washington. Okay. You, you have the Justice Department, the FBI, except here's how he said it. We don't need new laws or procedures. We need the laws that are currently on the book and the procedures that have all been agreed upon to be instituted and used. That's the problem. And he said the hearts and the minds of those in the Justice Department, those in uh, intelligence and the FBI, until those are changed, you won't get anything done because, and I'm quoting, there is no fidelity to our system of government and our Constitution. Think of that. There is no fidelity. Nothing to see here, gang. Nothing to see here. Except the core being absolutely rotten. Now, I'm not going to give this to you and then say, okay, so I'm interested to see how that works out. I, I, there is a way to do it. There is a way to, to make sure that we hold these people accountable. And it's not going to come from Washington. It is going to come from you. Get the pitchforks and the torches. Nope, that's not it. I'll tell you tonight, but it's going to require a massive movement to do it. Join me tonight, Blaze TV, 8 p.m. Eastern. Invite friends and neighbors to watch it with you. We need to get something done, and there is a way to do it. Mark Levin joins me tonight, beginning at 8 p.m., only on Blaze TV. Okay, from March 29th until April 14th of this year, a hacker um, breached the uh, next-gen healthcare system, exposed the personal information of over a million people, and uh, the names, the address, the birth date, social security number, and hopefully stuff about your health, too. Wouldn't that be great? Is your name on the list? If it wasn't, will it be the next time or the time after that? Do you think we're getting better at preventing these uh, cyber criminals? Or do you think they're actually uh, way ahead of us? Have you heard about something called AI? Everything we do is online. Everything. Uh, one of my suggestions is that we stop doing everything online. Next one is make sure you have a subscription to LifeLock. Top of the line in cybersecurity. Preventative measures that'll keep you safe and a restoration team if you do end up having your information hacked into because now nobody can watch everything and catch everything when they're inventing new ways to steal your information every day. LifeLock by Norton. Join now. Save 25% off your first year with the promo code BECK. 1-800-LIFELOCK. 1-800-LIFELOCK or head to lifelock.com. Promo code BECK. Save 25% now. The Glenn Beck Program. Massachusetts U.S. Attorney. This is a federal attorney for the DOJ. Her name is Rachel Rollins. 
She announced plans to resign. Oh, now why is she leaving us? Well, she's been accused of leaking sensitive DOJ information to the press in an effort to influence an election in favor of a fellow Democratic colleague. Here's what happened. And don't worry, it ends well. She's resigned. Uh, Two separate investigative reports uh, accused Rollin of violating the Hatch Act. This is the, the law that... Uh, stops federal employees in the executive branch from participating in political activities. I don't think that's really the bad part here. She was leaking non-public U.S. Department information so that news outlets would report that a political candidate she opposed was facing a potential DOJ investigation. Then the candidate she liked came under uh, sexual assault allegations and she said tell the globe reporter just to call me about the sexual assault question i'll answer off the record she's she's retiring and and leaving uh because she understands now her presence has become a distraction that woman is just one of the many examples that should go to jail I'll explain tonight how to make that happen. Don't miss it. It is time for a legal reckoning. Eight o'clock, Blaze TV. The Glenn Beck Program. You know, today is a great day to get a warranty. Actually, any day is a great day when you're not worrying about your appliances and home systems. That's what you get with an American Home Shield warranty. All the unexpected breakdowns like a leaky faucet or faulty water heater, they're not going to break the bank because covered repairs and replacements are all taken care of. Having reassurance is something to celebrate. Choose the plan that works for you and your budget. When a covered item in your home breaks, all you do is contact American Home Shield. Their trusted, qualified pros will fix or replace it based on the coverage limits in your agreement. When it comes to protecting your appliances and home systems, don't worry. Be warranty. Go to ahs.com slash Beck and save 20%. That's ahs.com slash Beck and get 20% off any plan. See ahs.com slash contracts for coverage details, including limit amounts, fees, limitations, and exclusions. New Jersey residents, the product being offered is a service contract and is separate and distinct from any product or service warranty which may be provided by the home builder or manufacturer. America, it is time for a reckoning, a reckoning of the crime family called the Bidens. There is a way we must not lose hope. And I don't mean false hope like, gee, you know, I think everything's going to get better. Thank hope. Dear God, let it get better. Not that. 
but hope that comes through looking at things reasonably, rationally, legally, constitutionally, and figuring out the route best to take. There are all kinds of legal things that can be done to hold people accountable. The question is, do the Republicans in your own home state have the balls to do it? I'm going to give you the answer tonight at 8 p.m. We'll talk about it again tomorrow at length, but you don't want to miss this special if you are fed up. We're going to talk to a guy who's been talking about, in fact, it it was so out of left field when he said it to me. I don't even know, 2012, when he said Biden is the most corrupt politician we've ever had in America. I was like, wow, more than the Clintons? Really? Yeah. We have Peter Swizer on with us in 60 seconds. All right. What are you doing to fight the rising tide of leftist progressivism that's covering this country in darkness right now? You know what these companies are and what they're doing and the cabal they're in. So why are you still with them if you have a choice? I want to give you a choice on big mobile. Switch to Patriot Mobile. They are America's only Christian conservative wireless provider. They offer dependable nationwide coverage on all three major networks because they're the same tower. They're using the same towers. So you're getting the best possible service in your area, but you're also not supporting these companies that are tearing our country apart. When you switch to Patriot Mobile, choose to support free speech, religious freedom, the sanctity of life. Heck, can you give me nine out of the 10 first Bill of Rights? Well, please, can you? Uh, I want you to switch today. They'll make activation uh, free and make uh, your switching really easy. PatriotMobile.com slash Beck. 878-PATRIOT. 878-PATRIOT. Free activation today. Offer code Beck. PatriotMobile.com slash Beck. Peter, how are you, sir? I'm great. How are you, Glenn? I'm uh, I'm good. I'm good. Um, are you encouraged or more frustrated uh when you saw the durham report and what's happening in congress and what they have been releasing lately on the uh crime uh, the biden crime family well glenn i would say i'm not a pessimist i'm not an optimist i'm a realist um <laughs> but i feel like i feel like we are making progress um i think that if you look at the house oversight committee's uh, report um, we now have a congressional committee using its subpoena power, revealing to the American people what the Biden family has been doing. And let's remember, Glenn, they've only got the banking records of four of the 12 banks uh, that crazy. the Bidens were involved in. It's crazy. So, so, you know, yeah, I mean, right now they're at 10 million. I'm confident that when it's all said and done, they will reach 30 million, which is what we believe uh, the Bidens received based on the laptop. And I'll tell you, Glenn, uh, I think the investigation is going to take a very interesting turn, specifically focusing on Joe Biden himself. So we noticed in the laptop there was a um, email exchange in 2017 where Hunter Biden is complaining about uh, how he's tired of paying his dad's phone bill. Right. And we went back and looked and found that Rosemont Seneca partner, his business, uh, gave a private phone to Joe Biden 
in 2009 and paid for that bill throughout his vice presidency. So this is not a government phone. This is not a family phone that Hunter Biden, that Joe Biden had as vice president. This is actually one paid by Hunter Biden's business. We located that phone number. It was provided to certain people. And we now understand that the House Oversight Committee is subpoenaing those records. So we will actually know who Vice President Joe Biden was talking to, the timing of those calls. And I think this could be a potential game changer in terms of really highlighting the role that Joe Biden's had. We know about the meetings. We know about that he benefited from some of Hunter's money. But this could be a real game changer, Glenn. Okay, so let me ask you, because what the media is saying now, it's exactly what happened with the Clintons. No, he didn't. Yes, he did. No, he didn't. Yes, he did. Well, it doesn't matter. Wait a minute. What? Why have we been arguing? Um, They're now saying, okay, maybe some of this stuff is true, but there is nothing illegal with what Joe Biden was doing. Um, A, I don't think that is true. There's lots of different angles on this, but they say they can't track any of these things to him using his influence as the vice president. Is that true? And is that the only reason this is illegal is if they can say, well, he changed this policy? No, uh, no, it's not. And let me give you a, a couple of examples. I mean, people focus on the sort of quid pro quo that, you know, a politician gets money and they change their vote or they make a decision. You know, imagine if you've got a county council member who's taking money from developers uh, and he votes for something and he gets caught. His defense that, well, I would have voted for it anyway, is not going to fly. You're not allowed as an elected official or as family members to take payments from people as it relates to decisions that you are making. And the bigger question, Glenn, is do we really want to live in a country no. where it's okay for family, for politicians, family members? I mean, the Speaker of the House, the Secretary of Defense, the Vice President, the President, for their family to be taking money from Chinese or other foreign entities. No. And the standard becomes, oh, this is okay. It's not illegal. I don't think anybody wants that. So they, they are standing on sand. They have continually shifted their story. Uh, and the media's backed them up. First, there were no business deals. Then it was Joe didn't know about those business deals. Then it was Hunter didn't profit from those deals. Now it's Joe Biden didn't make decisions. I think at the end of the day, that is going to collapse as well. These things just take time, unfortunately. You and I talked about this first in 2018, Glenn. You were one of the first people to stand up and say that these Biden deals with China are terrible and bad. That was five years ago. We are now finally at the point where where we have a congressional investigation with subpoena power, where we are actually finding out what they are discovering, as opposed to the grand jury or the DOJ. So it's taking a while, but things are moving in, a, I think, a very, very good direction so far. So um, the media believes that if, you know, a, there's a whistleblower in the forest and he testifies in the forest, but nobody's there, uh you know, it didn't happen. Um, that's uh, that is no longer true. However, the media has doubled down on um, on making sure they're not covering any of this stuff. So what's happening is we are actually becoming even more divided because th- half the country is being told nothing here, nothing here. There's nothing going on. 
Yeah. And look, uh, what I would say uh, to people in the mainstream media is look at the surveys of uh, faith in America's institutions. Yeah, Congress is really bad. The presidency is really bad. Uh, the government's really bad. The media is the worst. Um, the polls consistently show that they are absolutely torching themselves by standing up and, and, and basically covering up, I would argue, for this administration. Uh, if, you, if you change the name from Biden to Trump or to George W. Bush on any of these activities, they would be all over it. And the vast majority of the American people know that. Uh, now, it works for a while, Glenn, as we know, because as you guys were talking at the beginning, uh, most people, unfortunately, don't do a lot of research for themselves. They don't listen to you or The Blaze or other alternative media. But there's an accumulative effect that we're seeing here. There are a lot of polls now that are showing the majority of American people see this as a problem. And my view is if the mainstream media wants to continue to torch their brands and their credibilities no, for this, for yeah. let them do it. Let yeah. them do it. So um, it's not just Biden. Um, you know, when you talk about Hunter Biden going to jail and everything else, that's just only right. We, we found 170 crimes that Hunter Biden has committed that were all dismissed. One hundred and seventy crimes. Uh, yeah. That's pretty remarkable to not be charged with anything after doing this. I mean, like a Bonnie and Clyde hooker show all over the country. Um, but it's not yeah. it's not just Biden or Joe Biden. This now involves the IRS, the FBI, the Justice Department, all of it, all of it is corrupt. Yes, yes. And it does show that we have uh, sort of a one-party uh, entity in Washington, D.C., this sort of seamless uh, connection between the Democratic Party and major elements of the government bureaucracy. And let's remember what it said about Richard Nixon. What got Richard Nixon was not the original crime. It was the cover-up. Correct. And I think what you are seeing again I would say to people in the FBI, people in other government agencies, look at how the American people lack trust in you and how this has happened really over the last eight years. This is, this is a new phenomenon that generally began uh, with the disinformation about Trump and Russia collusion, cover up as it related to the Clinton's crimes. You'll, you'll notice that, uh, that uh, you know, my book, Clinton Cash, is mentioned in the Durham report. Again, you were one of the first people to interview me on that book. But that is what is torching these institutions. If they want to go to the mat for this family um, and for their corrupt activities and destroy the institutions that they have spent their lives building up, let them do it. There's not much we can do about it. We're going to continue to uh, expose the truth and bring it forward and I still have enough faith in the American people that they are going to make the right choice and really be angered by this. Um, I, let me take a quick break, Peter. And it's maybe unfair because I don't know if you even are aware of this in the Durham report. I'm sure you are. But uh, the FBI had three concurrent investigations into the Clinton Foundation, and they were all shut down during the 2016 election um, by all the top officials. Uh, I'd like to explore that just a little bit. Uh, because that, again, shows how long this has been going on and the one-party system. Back with uh, Peter Swizer in just a second. Peter, by the way, is um, uh, he does his own podcast um, that you, you want to hear. 
Uh, it's called Drill, The Drill Down. Uh, he is the author of Red Handed. He is also the president of the Government Accountability Institute and uh, is a guy who, you know, in the old days when people actually cared about the truth, he's written for, you know, the Wall Street Journal and the Times and everybody else. Um, Patricia lives in Arizona with her two dogs, and she's one of those people who've understood their need for good dietary supplements for years. Until a couple of months ago, she was feeding them each three separate supplements every day. The expenses were adding up. She heard me talking about rough greens, and now her dogs are happy and healthy, and she's saving money by getting everything they need in one bag. Dog food is dead food. That's why you need to put the live things back in the probiotics, the antioxidants, the vitamins and minerals, everything that is cooked out of dry kibble food. It'll make your dog healthy and happier and more active. At least it does mine. You can check it out for yourself. Get the first bag free of Rough Greens, R-U-F-F-Greens.com slash Beck. That's roughgreens.com slash Beck. First bag is free. You just pay for shipping. Roughgreens.com slash Beck or 833-GLEN-33. 10 seconds, station ID. So there's a couple of things. First of all, any comments on the FBI and uh, and what we just found out about the Clintons investigations? Yeah, I'll say, Glenn, uh, in 2015, uh, when Clinton cash came out and you remember, we did a um, we, we, we shared the book uh, in advance with yeah. a couple of uh, investigative reporters, in the New York Times. They ran a 4000 word from front page piece confirming all the elements of the uranium one deal. I was contacted by the FBI shortly after that. Um, and, and they you know, didn't tell me what they were going to do. But but that really kind of set off the investigation, as the Durham report points mm. out. And what's stunning to me, Glenn, is that, you know, in contrast to the Russian dossier, which yeah. they pursued with vigor, which was anonymously sourced, all made up, no way to confirm it. The allegations that we made in Clinton Cash about the $145 million they got from the uh, uh, you know, investors in Uranium One and the fact that they transferred ownership of that to the Russian government uh, it was all based on public information. We actually had transfers of money going to the, yeah. the, the, the Clintons as, as well. Um, and as the report makes clear, I wasn't aware of it at the time, um, it was shut down. You had three separate field offices that independently decided to look into this. I think it's Little Rock, New York, and Washington. The, the headquarters of the FBI consolidated that investigation, which is kind of unusual, hmm. and said, no, 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 we want it all consolidated. And then they basically killed it. And as the report makes clear, one of the reasons they killed it is because they thought, well, Hillary Clinton might be president um, and we don't want to tick her off. Wow. Uh, so that, that, was, Unbelievable. that was pretty stunning. Uh, yeah. You know, and it's interesting that they do, they do the opposite. They consolidated on Clinton so you didn't have three separate investigations. And when it comes to uh, January 6th, they're breaking everything up and not using one investigation. They're making it thousands of investigations. Um, the There's a new story out um, that uh, says that people believe that Obama knew about the family business, the Biden family business, and that's why Obama didn't want Joe Biden to run, because it would be exposed. Do you believe that? 
Uh, I don't know about him not running. That may be true. But I think definitely if you look at what the Biden family was doing and there were hints of this, there were there were some, you know, when when Hunter signed up to uh, work for Burisma, the Ukrainian energy company in 2014, there were murmurs in the in the uh, Obama camp about, oh, this is not such a great idea. In my mind, there's no question they knew what was going on. The bottom line is they just looked the other way because they didn't care. And that Joe Biden was picked because he was supposed to be, ironically, the guy with gravitas and foreign policy experience. And he was supposed to be the statesman to help this young senator from Illinois, Barack Obama, uh, govern uh, uh, govern the country and handle international affairs. So there's no question in my mind um, that they knew. And of course, as we've talked about in the past and as we've highlighted in in our work here at GAI, the Biden has, you know, friends and others uh, who uh, engaged in uh, commercial activities that that they benefited from decisions Barack Obama took. Um, So Obama may not have had the adult children uh, that Joe Biden did with with, you know, Hunter, uh, but he had very close friends who profited from deals uh, handsomely that Barack Obama made happen. So unfortunately, this is not just limited to Joe, and it includes the Obamas as well. So tonight on on the uh, special we're doing at The Blaze, I'm I'm trying to show how these things happened. And, uh, you know, we were going back and forth with the writers last night, and uh, I said, you know, I don't know anybody with an offshore account. Uh, <laughs> and the Bidens have a lot of offshore accounts. Um it, it, and, and a lot of LLCs, I think like 20 LLCs in the family that just pop up, you know, the grandson all of a sudden has an LLC and an offshore account. Um, do we have any idea what those businesses are? Is there any way to stretch that these family members getting all this money are doing anything for the companies? <laughs> Yeah, well, first of all, Glenn, I'll be watching tonight. I'm going to be excited uh, to see what you guys uh, talk about in terms of accountability, because that's the frustration that we all had, right? What's what's going to be the accountability? If you look at the 20 LLCs that have been identified, and I would say so far involving uh, Biden family members, as best as I can ascertain, three of them actually have employees. Uh, the other <laughs> 17 are all pass-throughs, Glenn. They're all, they're all pass-throughs. They don't they don't offer discernible services. They don't sell products. Uh, they don't bring capital to bear. They are pass throughs and they receive money uh, from foreign accounts. Again, a lot of them don't even uh, you know, receive domestic transfers of cash. So it, it raises the question, obviously, of what they were created for. And the fact is, no one has been able to explain from the White House what actually Hunter and James and Frank Biden and the other Bidens, what their businesses actually are. What do they actually do when a, when a Chinese investor, I'll put that in quotation marks, sends them five million dollars, mm-hmm. um, you know, as, as good faith money. Again, I've, I've never had a businessman say to me, hey, here's good faith money, no strings attached. Um, what does that actually mean? And what are they expecting in return? Because the LLC that's getting the money doesn't do anything. Uh, and that, I think, is the heart of the matter. And I was very excited when the uh, Oversight Committee held a press conference that Congressman Andy Biggs, for example, talked about who is actually sending this money to the Bidens. These are yep. people in China that are linked to the intelligence services. And the fact that was repeated again and again by Congressman Donalds that these Biden businesses don't actually do anything. They're not actual businesses in the sense of selling products or services to anybody. 
Um, I don't. Do you have time, Peter, to hang on? Sure. Okay. I'd like to take you for another 15 minutes because I've still got a buttload of questions. And you will understand so much more if, if you're hearing Peter kind of set things up. Tonight's special at 8 p.m. on Blaze TV. If you're not a subscriber yet, our biggest discount ever, 30% off now. Go to blazetv.com slash Glenn and enter the promo code FEDUP. Get 30 bucks off your annual subscription. It's blazetv.com slash Glenn. The Glenn Back Program. MyPillow uh, is an incredible company uh, started by Mike Lindell. He's the owner and founder of MyPillow, and he likes to give back to the people who have helped him. His latest offer is on his six-piece towel set. They're made with U.S. cotton, um, everything in the United States, extremely absorbent, yet soft and durable. The set comes with two bath towels, two hand towels, two washcloths, and it typically goes for what my mother would say is a price that those towels are for guests only. Uh, it's 100 bucks for that normally. Now, you can get this set on clearance for 25 bucks if you use the promo code BECK. So now the family can use them. Because I don't, Mom, I don't, when do guests come over and use this bathroom? Well, I mean, I've never seen a guest over using our bathroom. And, you know, we're like, oh, you got to use the special towels because we can't use them. Get the regular towels. with They're really good from MyPillow.com. Radio listener special square. Clearance price, 25 bucks on the towel set. Promo code BECK at checkout, 800-966-3117, MyPillow.com. Deep dive into all this stuff with Biden tonight on Blaze TV. BlazeTV.com slash Glenn. The promo code is fed up to save 30 bucks. Peter Swizer, who has he started the Government Accountability Institute, he's the president, and he has been on corruption on both sides. That's why, up until really, you know, uh, recently with the Clintons, uh, until he took them on, uh, he was respected by all sides because he, I mean, he'll tell you everything you need to know about Mitch McConnell and his wife uh, and their involvement in China, and it is bad. Let's not forget, this is why things don't get done, because there are too many people in Congress that are corrupt. Uh, but he is on exposing it, uh, and he wrote Red Handed, which outlines all of the stuff that uh, Hunter Biden uh, was doing with his dad and all the corruption. Um, tonight, I'm doing a special, and I am, I'm taking one of the... Um, uh, one of the stories and kind of breaking it down and showing how it worked because it's the same story over and over again. But I'd like you to kind of talk a little bit about the Romanian national that uh, Hunter Biden was involved in or with. Yeah, I mean, this is so this is a Russian, sorry, Russian Romanian oligarch, um, very corrupt guy who made a fortune, among other things, um, getting uh, the Romanian government to uh, give him control of the land upon which the U.S. embassy uh, was built um, in, in Bucharest um, and a lot of other corrupt deals. So he was identified by the Romanian government. Wait, 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 wait. I didn't know the, the embassy thing. What? Yeah. He, he got the land. And then did we buy that land for our embassy from that's him? Correct. That, that's correct. That's correct. 
So he, he, he obtained ownership. It's unclear of exactly how he did it, Glenn, but he obtained ownership. And that's where the new U.S. embassy uh, was built and um, made a fortune off of that, made a fortune off of other deals. And so the Romanian government, who, you know, let's face it, I mean, it's not quite as bad as the Ukrainian government, but things are not great in Romania when it comes to corruption. And they decided they were going to make an example of this guy. Um, And what he essentially did was hire uh, Hunter Biden uh, and, by the way, former FBI director Louis Free, uh, who is a Biden friend, were both paid by him by some accounts, you know, $100,000 a month, $60,000 a month. The reporting varies. Uh, And the purpose was um, this oligarch wanted uh, Hunter um, and Louis Free to get the U.S. government to get the, the Romanian government to lay off of him. That was essentially what, what the plan was here. And uh, the Romanians um, stood strong and stood tough, and the U.S. government was not able to dissuade them. But well, no, wait, 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 wait. Uh, what, what did Joe, what was Joe Biden doing with Ukraine, I mean, with uh, Romania at this time? Well, Joe Biden was vice president of the United States, and mm-hmm. one of his responsibilities uh, was there was an initiative that we had to deal with corruption in uh, Central Europe uh, because of some of the problems there. And he actually gave a, a speech uh, talking about the need to you know, deal uh, with corruption in Romania, etc. Uh, the Biden team claims that Joe never took any action on behalf of this. But again, you've got family members, Hunter Biden, collecting money from foreign nationals and then bringing those matters between the, up to the U.S. government, that is an absolute FARA violation, Foreign Agents Registration Act. Yeah, because um, he's not registered to lobby, <laughs> and he was lobby, lobbying the State yeah. Department. Yeah, he, he is, by the way, he has never registered for any of this. Um, all of the contacts that he has had with the federal government, with his father, if he talks to his father, if he sets up a meeting, which we know happened with his clients, every time you do that, you are required to report that to the Justice Department. Um, and, you know, talk to Paul Manafort what happens if you don't do that. They went after Paul Manafort on this, and I say they should have done that, and they did yeah, do too. that. But they do, they do not apply consistently, Glenn. And Romania is an example, again, of how they operate. Can you imagine? They work with Russian. Can you imagine, Glenn. Peter, being, um, you know, Ukraine, Romania, you're very well aware of corrupt officials and how it all works. And Joe Biden would come over with the great seal of the vice president or president of the United States and lecture you on corruption. Because these guys, they they had to have known. They know, right? Yeah, they, they, they do. The word the word gets on the street, so to speak. Yeah. And again, look at who the Bidens are doing business with. They're not going and dealing with companies in in Japan or in the UK or in Germany. They're representing, you know, Russian oligarchs like Elena Baterina, Romanian oligarchs who have been charged with corruption in their own countries. Corrupt Ukrainian energy companies. Uh, beyond corrupt. Beyond corrupt. Yeah. The the guy who was doing business uh, with in Ukraine and in Ukraine, like has a reputation of beheading his enemies. That's exactly right. That's exactly <laughs> right. It's the, the term that we use on Wall Street hostile takeover yeah. has a totally different meaning in Ukraine. And this <laughs> yeah. guy was very, very yes. good at it. Yes. Um, all right. Um, 
uh, Sophie's choice here on what do I ask you? I've got three things I want to let me let me get it. Just um, well, let me let me go here. Um, you have John Brennan now involved in all of all of this stuff uh, and cover up and misleading people. You have Adam Schiff. I mean, since when is that not election tampering um, to come out and say, I have documents that you can't see, but I've seen them. And we find out now there were never any documents. He never saw anything. He was lying the whole time. All of these people, uh, do you see just the Bidens going down and, you know, it's kind of like the Martin Luther King thing back, you know, back in the 60s, we we went through that struggle for civil rights. Then when he was killed, I think a lot of Americans were like, OK, well, well, they're there. You know, we have the Civil Rights Act and and, uh, and we had the assassination of him. So let's get off of this now because it's fixed and it wasn't fixed. I hate to see something happen with the Bidens and then everybody else stays in office. Yeah, I mean, this this is uh, a, a rot. This is a disease. And you can't just sort of take out part of it and think that you fix the problem. Um, I will say, Glenn, that, that we here at GAR are in the midst of a, a very deep dive investigation into Adam Schiff. And uh, I think we're going to have some pretty startling things to report um, mm. here uh, in the months ahead. Um, but no, this, this is a, a classic abuse of power because what guys like Brendan and Adam Schiff did because they had access to quote unquote classified material is they saw it as a license to lie um, and to say, oh, there's some incredible stuff back here. And it shows this knowing full well that they were lying to the American people. Um, why an individual like that should be in public service, should be allowed to be on any committees where they're given any sort of responsible uh, access to materials is beyond me. And the challenge with Adam Schiff is, if you believe the polls, he may be a senator from California yeah. uh, before this is all said and done. And you're going to see, uh, you know, the Senate leadership of the Democrats, they'll probably put him back on the Intelligence Committee this time in the Senate. So dangerous. going to have a license to do the same thing. So dangerous. Um, all right. Um, Peter, thank you so much. Um, I'd love to hear your thoughts after you watch tonight's show on because I think you can actually help. I, I think you're a guy that can really help uh, steer some things. In fact, I have one of my producers, Ricky, if you'll just reach out to Peter sometime today and explain what we're going to explain on TV tonight, uh, give you a little bit of a head start. And maybe you can help us tomorrow on radio. Um, but thank you so much, Peter. Thanks as always, Glenn. Yeah, but Peter Swiser. All right. Uh, oh, I want the Adam Schiff investigation. Oh, so do I'm I. ready for this. Oh, so do I. I feel like I'm, it, Peter Schweizer, he announces these things every once in a while. He drops these little hints. Hey, we've got an investigation going on. And, and they're like, always They're always huge. great. I feel like I'm like at the NFL draft and like my team has just, you know, drafted some incredible player and I can't wait to see him play. Like that's what I'm like. Yeah. <laughs> with the Peter Schweizer stuff, it's all, it always pays off. Because he's, he is, there's no hyperbole. No, him. he doesn't. He, he, he's he just doesn't exaggerate this. No, stuff. he's just, he just fact yeah. after fact yeah. after fact. Wait until you see some of the facts tonight. Oh, it's uh, going to be a good one. It's a <laughs> woo. Especially if you've watched our other specials on Ukraine and everything else. This is going to be uh, it's going to be a, a quite a wild ride. Um, but tonight we uh, 
implore the American people not to give up. Uh, instead, just stop waiting for Washington to do something because it's not going to happen. There is another constitutional course, um, but it's going to take all of us on board to get it to happen. So join me tonight, 8 o'clock, blazetv.com slash Glenn. If you are fed up, use the promo code fed up and save $30 off of your yearly subscription. All right. Relief factor. Arlene lives in Maine. She spent the last few years dealing with pain in her back and her shoulders and her legs. Arlene, you should move away from Maine. I mean, is it is it above 20 degrees in Maine ever? I'm, I'm just not. I'll ask chat GPT. Thank you. <laughs> it will look out. I could hallucinate. Um, it was uh, making it hard for her to even get up in the morning, let alone go about her regular day. She listens to the program. She said, I heard about Relief Factor from a radio host I trust. Well, we know who she's talking about. Gotta be me. Anyway, Arlene gave Relief Factor a try. Within a few weeks, all of her pain, all of it was completely gone. Just try it, will you? Three-week quick start, only $19.95. It's a trial pack, not a drug. Developed by doctors. Hundreds of thousands of people have ordered Relief Factor, and 70% of them go on to order more. ReliefFactor.com or call 800-4-RELIEF. 800-4-RELIEF. ReliefFactor.com. Feel the difference. Join the conversation. 888-727-BECK. The Glenn Beck Program. Well, hello and uh, welcome to the Glenn Beck program. Uh, let's see. Last night, we haven't even talked about it. Last night, I did a show on AI. Uh, saw a lot of email come in to me from people who are watching it, friends of mine who are watching it. They're like, okay, I, I get it now, I think. I get it. Uh, it's, uh, it's fascinating to watch. However, I got an email from another friend and spoke to them uh, yesterday that said, Glenn, I know how you feel about AI. And I'm like, uh-huh. And, and my feeling on AI, honestly, is narrow AI is great. General AI, uh, AGI, is wildly dangerous. It will lead to super intelligence, and then we're the bugs that it eats. Anyway, um, and he said, uh, I've been developing something with AI, and I think it's uh, right up your alley on what you're looking for. And he showed me a beta test of it uh, yesterday, and I cannot wait to show this to you. Um, it changes everything, puts the power, really puts the power in your hands. If you're interested in saving the country, I mean, I think you are. But I don't know how many people really are. They're kind of like, I don't know. You know, I can go either way. You know, live like uh, in a corrupt uh, oligarchy. You know, that sounds fun. Uh, watch, you know, what's happening in Russia. Okay. I kind of like the, you know, minimal corruption kind of com country myself. Um, but uh, I think you will uh, see that uh, hopefully uh, by the second week of, uh, of June. 
Also, I want to remind you that tonight, if you're watching the show, um, we want to hear from you live during the show. I will take questions and comments from the Blaze TV subscribers in our Blaze Live chat room on our app. If you're not a member of the family yet, uh, we have the best offer going on now. Save $30 off your annual subscription, blazetv.com slash Glenn. Uh, just, just watch this thing tonight, and I urge you to bring some friends with you. Um, even some friends that are not going to argue about, you know, me, uh, you know, but are, are open minded, but maybe haven't been paying attention, but they know something's wrong um, and they they kind of like the country. Bring them along um, because we're going to need a lot of a lot of hands on deck for this. We're going to show you tonight. A hundred and seventy. I asked my researchers Show me just the the violations, the criminal violations that we have absolute proof of um, that Hunter Biden. And I thought, you know, how many crimes do you think we have proof of? How many crimes? I mean, you look at the laptop, you've seen some of the sexual stuff, the drugs. I mean, I don't know, a dozen, maybe 170 170 and none of them no one has taken action and the and some of them police were called da's got involved nothing now just drop the case just drop the case 170 tonight i'm going to show you how to send a message and we'll talk about it more uh on tomorrow's on tomorrow's program uh, we have, uh, oh, by the way, you'll be happy to know that finally, finally, uh, the Vermont guy that everybody's been talking about that had a torch at the Charlottesville rally. Do you remember, go back in your memory? I mean, I know it just happened and it's still on everybody's mind. Hmm. It was the second worst thing that's ever happened to America since the Civil War. Uh, but the Charlottesville, this guy wasn't charged with beating anybody or anything he just had a torch and apparently open flame an open flame oh well apparently in virginia it, it is a crime because you know clan they kind of like hey nobody carrying around anything on fire okay uh, i mean it's a good safety it's a tip, good safety I, tip and it's also with the clan you can kind of understand sure it. anyway um this happened in 2017 and um He's just been charged with a felony for marching in a demonstration uh, with a torch. He's just been charged with a felony. Just now. What, what year? Is this a recorded show? Uh, no. Okay. No, it's currently 2023. Okay. It happened in 2017. They just busted him and charged him with a felony. By the way, 170 crimes, no, nothing. But that damn torch. The Glenn Beck Program.
What you're about to hear is the fusion of entertainment and enlightenment. This is the Glenn Beck Program. Hello, America. As if that is your real name. Welcome to the Glenn Beck Program. I'm... I, uh, welcome to the program. Glad you're here. We have John Solomon. He is the uh, CEO, editor-in-chief of Just the News, uh, also the author of Hidden Headlines. Um, I, I, I want to talk to him about the news of the day because we are on the threshold of something. We're about to give birth, I really think. The labor pangs are happening so quickly now, so close together. Our government is so arrogant, so out of control. They're going after whistleblowers. Durham report comes out. All of the stuff on Hunter Biden. And uh, and yet, half the country is at least claiming not to see it. And the government is becoming more and more arrogant. What is on the horizon? What comes next? Maybe John can give us a, a little bit of a clue. John Solomon joins us in 60 seconds. First, I want to talk to you about a life that you have helped save. It starts with Lillian. She was in a very dark place when she reached out to a preborn clinic on the internet search. She reached out and she was facing a choice of abortion or life for her baby. And she really didn't feel she had any choices. This is the one thing that Tanya and I have gotten more involved in uh, abortion. Um, or anti-abortion, I should say. Um, we've we've really grown sympathy for all of the women that are involved because so many of them feel like they have no other choice. They have no they have no support from anyone, and everybody's like, "Get rid of the baby." Well, that was Lillian. Um, they helped her. She chose life. Her daughter Zara was born, and uh, she describes. Preborn, the clinic, as her safe space. Preborn's network of clinics brings hope to pregnant women considering abortion through ultrasound. For $28, you can sponsor an ultrasound and write a new great story. To donate, dial pound 250, say the keyword baby, pound 250, keyword baby, or visit preborn.com slash Beck. That's preborn.com slash Beck, sponsored by Preborn. John, welcome to the program, sir. How are you? Good. Good to be with you. Uh, you are. Um, you've just put out a new book with Brave, Hidden Headlines: A Seymour Clues Mystery, uh, and it's uh, for kids. And we'll talk about that here in a second. Um, but I wanted to get an update from you on the Durham report, the reaction, what's happening today with the witnesses testifying. Uh, what is your overall thought on where we are and what's happening with this? I think we're at a moment where everyday Americans for the first time are getting to understand the consequences of a big, all-powerful, all-intrusive central government in Washington. And I think across many uh, uh, scandals and controversies and hearings, we're now seeing the consequence. We know that the FBI put censorship requests into places like Twitter and Facebook. We just learned, just within the last hour, Glenn, we just learned that the FBI was able to obtain uh, American uh, bank records in connection with the January 6th investigation from Bank of America without needing a subpoena. The bank just turned them over. There was no 
protection of the civil liberties or financial privacy of Americans in that circumstance. Oh Another gosh. example of big government, big intrusion. It's jaw-dropping. I mean, 10 years ago, the ACLU would be out marching, and today there's a yawn in the establishment media, the establishment government, the establishment um, influencers. They simply don't care, and they're tolerating a, a level of intrusion in our lives in the United States government that is unprecedented in American history. And so these whistleblowers came forward. They have compelling stories to tell. One of them is an agent who said, listen, my job is to send open source intelligence of things that might be concerning to the FBI. I sent open source intelligence that there were some people making claims that the director, Christopher Ray, had given inaccurate testimony. And soon I was uh, had my security clearance suspended and my I had my loyalty to my country question. Now, what makes this FBI analyst so interesting? He did two tours of combat duty in Iraq. How does the FBI get the right to choose to challenge that man's loyalty to his country for, by the way, doing his job at the FBI, which was to tell the FBI there was this intelligence out there? We're living in an era where only one side of opinion matters, where only uh, the power of the government uh, has any say over most parts of our lives. It's an incredible, incredible moment in American history. The American experience is changing before our eyes. So uh, are you... Are you optimistic? I just talked to Peter Swizer and he said he feels we're making great progress on revealing all of this. And uh, he yes. thinks that we'll we'll see some justice. I'm not sure if we're going to see justice, at least from the federal government. Um, and the government is acting more and more uh, boldly. They're they're openly hostile um, and not kowtowing to Congress or anyone else and engaging in scare tactics for the American people, even though we're on to them and we know they're lying about things, they don't seem yeah. to care. Yeah, listen, a lot of people say there's a fourth branch of government. And they don't seem to be answerable to the other three branches of government. I think there is growing, compelling evidence uh, that that is true in certain circumstances, and it can become true in all circumstances if a greater um, effort to stop it isn't mounted. I agree with Peter that we are making enormous progress on the first thing. You have to get to the truth before you can fix the problem. I think we are uh, unmasking more and more abuses, more and more anti-American activities, more and more abusive government behavior. Uh, the oversight committees are doing a very good job in Congress. There are lots of reporters out there now digging and getting stuff, FOIA groups or winning FOIAs. Uh, whistleblower uh, groups are uh, onboarding whistleblowers. So the exposure and the ability to shine a light on how bad it is and where it is, is really, I, I think, a success story. The consequence is the Justice Department's not going to prosecute any of its own. We've seen that time and again. The uh, one opportunity for accountability before an electoral change is uh, that the Congress can use the power of the purse to penalize agencies, programs, and people that have engaged in the sort of activities that most Americans find reprehensible. And so there are lots of signs that this Republican Congress, much like Newt Gingrich's Republican Congress of 95, are, are serious about taking a bite out of the size of government and biting it where it will hurt most, which is in the places where abuse has happened. Maybe the FBI doesn't need its headquarters. Maybe the FBI doesn't need so many intelligence analysts anymore. If it's having happiness seminars for its employees rather than solving crimes, Maybe we've given them too much money. Those are yeah. the questions lawmakers are. I think the power of the purse will create a lot of accountability, but the ultimate accountability is going to be at the electoral box. Either Americans are going to vote for the people who keep growing the, the size and power of government, 
or they're going to vote against them and put new people in charge. And that's really the question in 2024. Um, the, um, the IRS whistleblowers or blower, the entire team that was working on the Hunter Biden thing just canned. Um, right. And the IRS will not answer any questions about it still. Nope. Uh, hasn't yep. said a word to Congress. Congress is demanding answers. what is happening there? Well, uh, it may not have been the IRS that took this action. Uh, Remarkably, it most likely is the Justice Department who just kicked them out of the investigation. So I think the focus of Congress is very quickly turning from the IRS, which says, listen, this wasn't our call. The Justice Department decides what teams they put on cases. They took our guys out. You got to take it up with them. I think that's what they're learning. This is a Merrick Garland question, much like many of the other questions before us today are Merrick Garland questions. Remember, the IRS's whistleblower isn't that his agency did anything wrong. That's not his claim. His claim is that the Justice Department interfered in career officials' recommendations to bring criminal charges. Now it appears that the Justice Department sidelined the whole team. And beyond the retaliatory reprisal issues that that action takes, think about this. We're in the final stages of the Hunter Biden investigation, according to the media reports, according to my own reporting. They're about to make a decision whether to charge Hunter Biden and with what. And the, the guys who've had the most experience on the tax side, who followed this from the beginning to the end, they're suddenly sidelined. There's a brain drain that could really hamper or maybe help Hunter Biden's uh, defense team hamper the government in making an informed decision. That's another reason to be troubled by this beyond the reprisals that we keep seeing at the FBI, the Justice Department, for sure. So um, the... Um the the investigation you say they're about to make a make charges make a decision uh you had comer last week say you don't do anything until we release our report until you hear my press conference why did he say that i think he wanted to make a point that the uh justice department this is based on what he told me so i I don't want to opine what he is but he actually told me this He wanted to make the point that the Justice Department has been so narrowly focused on the most pecuniary of issues with Hunter Biden. Sure, lying on a gun form is a bad thing. If you didn't pay your taxes or you cheated on your taxes, that's a bad thing. His point was there is a much larger scheme, a scheme where money came in, policies changed hands, and more money came in. And most times the people who were targeted for business and were paying up were people who had oligarch-like relationships in corrupt countries and had corruption, legal, or ethical problems that they needed to address with the United States government while Joe Biden was overseeing those parts of the portfolio of the United States government. It's, it, it seemed like an influence peddling scheme and that taxes, according to James Comer, was too small an issue to be focused on. Yeah. And I think people saw a little bit of that with the Romanian oligarch that came out last week. Right Here's mm-hmm. a guy who's trying to get out of trouble and he's paying Hunter Biden thinking that his dad will get him out of trouble. Quite amazing. Uh, let me switch topics with you. Um, the, <laughs> the Treasury Department, I've never seen the Secretary of Treasury go to foreign countries and say, hey, you got to help us put pressure on because uh, these Republicans are going are gonna to hold us to our, uh, uh, to our spending limits. Um, never seen that. Never seen that. No. Now there's also a letter that has gone out and said Treasury needs to stay out of the global warming business. You have no place there. That's not what the Federal Reserve or the Treasury is supposed to be doing. Um, give me the inside scoop on, first of all, the uh, budget. Are, 
are we seeing any weakening from the White House at all? Well, this is the first time, and you you and I probably covered a lot of these over the years. Republicans are always were late to the table, and they always got played at the at the last minute in the prior uh, cliff uh, moments we've had. This year, the Republicans, their legislation passed. They had a credible plan, one that actually tests well with polling. People look and say, of course, we want to cut some spending with this. Uh, and Joe Biden hasn't had an answer. He was playing a game of chicken and eventually realized, wait, there's people on my side of the equation, my voters, some of my members in Congress don't agree with this, and he's come to the table. I think he's weakened. One of the problems that Democrats have is that they don't have enough votes on their side to solve this problem. So that's why they're trying to bring foreign powers in to bring pressure. They don't even have the ability to get enough votes among their own uh, uh, members in Congress to get a deal or get a plan that they want. So that's why they're pulling stunts like trying to get foreign government. No foreign government is going to get involved in our, our debt crisis. They know that our politics should end and stop, begin and start at our water's edge. It's not their job to get involved in it. Uh, but you see the desperation that uh, the Treasury Secretary had. And keep in mind, it's the same Treasury Secretary that two years ago misled mm-hmm. the entire world by saying that inflation was transitory when no data indicated it was transitory. So her record of behavior, her record of achievement is not one that a lot of Treasury Secretaries would be proud of. By the way, I just saw a, Utah, uh, a YouGov poll, Kevin McCarthy's job approval ratings. January, it was uh, down 5% net minus five february 14th uh, net minus two april 1st net plus seven may 10th plus 10 so he's becoming more popular just by oh i don't know doing what the people want him to do um john tell me about tell me about the uh idea the uh, book that you did with uh, brave books well, first, I never thought I'd have a children's book author in my resume at any point, and I never thought I would need to write a book or feel compelled to write a book to defend free speech in America. But that's really the motivation for this was when, when I was getting canceled uh, on the Hunter Biden story and on the early COVID origin story and other stories that I had written, the Russia collusion, there was no outcry among a large segment of America. I was perplexed mm-hmm. by it. Like the censorship is anathema. I, want, I, I did a, a little self-discovery and found out there are one or two generations of young adults that went through school and they weren't taught the civics lessons you and I were. They weren't taught about the Bill of Rights. They weren't told the First Amendment was first for a reason. In fact, some of them told me when I interviewed them that they were told that in some circumstances, government censorship could be a good thing for the larger collective. Now, I have no idea what the larger collective is. It sounds like a Star Trek term, but that's what these <laughs> kids are told. That it really was crazy. But they, they, they were being told these things. And I realized, oh, my God, the education system isn't the same. And so when Brave Books, who are just amazing people, came yeah, to say, would you like to do a children's book? I said, I want to do it on free speech. We took my son's hamster. Uh, a pudgy little guy named Chuck. He's a newspaper editor. He can't get his newspaper out in the Hamster Village because a mean old uh, koala bear named Carl. Yes, he's, he is modeled after Karl Marx. Clogs mm. the tubes in the uh, in the hamster cage. He gave his newspaper out. He can't warn people. There's an impending flood coming. And then a, a courageous dog comes along named uh, Demar Clues, and he solves the mystery, saves the village. And kids learn that if you censor, danger dangerous things can happen. There's some lessons at the end of the book, but. For me, it's, it's, a, it's an opportunity to give moms, dads, aunts, uncles, grandmas, and grandpas an opportunity to share some lessons that their That's children excellent. probably aren't getting in school. That is excellent. Uh, the name of the book is Hidden Headlines. John Solomon is the author. It's Brave Books. who They do amazing work. Thank you so much, John, for everything that you do. Thank you, Glenn. It's an honor to be on your show. It really is. God bless. 
American Financing, NMLS 182334, America is changing from the inside out, and it's not a good change. You and I are what stands between the America we once knew and the one that she is becoming. The ground beneath our feet gets shakier and shakier every day, and we're tasked with leading the next generation into a direction that will take us where we came from. Part of this awesome responsibility is embracing fiscal responsibility at all levels, including our uh, our own, not spending beyond our means, saving money where you can, and of course, paying down your debts whenever and wherever you can. American Financing can help you with that. American Financing is a family-owned mortgage company that is in it for you, and they are saving people just like you an average of $700 to $1,000 a month. Plus, you could end up being able to delay just two mortgage payments and close in as little as 10 days. So take some of the pressure off yourself. Call and see if this is right for you. It's American Financing, 800-906-2440, 800-906-2440, or go to AmericanFinancing.net. 10 seconds. Station ID. Oh, my gosh. It has been a whirlwind of a uh, broadcast today. Um, So much. Let me give you a couple of other things. I like this story. I I think this is... uh, The Dynamo Noble plant near Cheyenne, Wyoming where the 60,000-pound shipment of ammonium nitrate originated and then was put onto a train and shipped by rail from Wyoming to California. The train, the rail car, was loaded, again, 30 tons of high explosives, basically. It's fertilizer, but... uh, Yeah, uh, and it never showed up in California. They don't know what happened to it. Now, I don't know about you, but these damn kids these days that just go and they take a whole rail car. Senior prank time. Yeah. That's the time of year, Glenn. Either that or it's white supremacists that have taken this whole train car. Oh, yeah. You know, 30 tons. They Mm -hmm. did it in the dead of night. Nobody could see them, you know, with all those trucks, those pickup trucks. America's largest danger, white supremacy. White supremacy. Yeah, and I'm not just saying that, Glenn, because I'm at a, a, a historically black college right now. I say that all the time, <laughs> everywhere I go. Thank you for noticing that, yeah, Stu. Yeah. In case you don't know uh, what he's talking about, he Biden just gave a speech this last weekend, commencement speech, and he goes on and he's like, and I'm not just saying that because I'm at a historically black college. And you could see the people behind him just roll their eyes and laughing at him. Yeah. No, no joke. I say this all the time. All the time. Oh, my God. I believe his actual phrasing of it was, uh, I am at, I'm not just saying that because I'm at a black HBCU, which is just saying I'm uh, because I'm at a black, historically black college or university, which is just kind of like, yeah, you're a little repetitive there. There's probably not a lot of white historically black colleges or universities well back to the rail car the dynamo says the trip took them two weeks included multiple stops uh the company said it had limited control over the rail car it's union pacific and uh you know they they got the rail car back it's being transported back to wyoming for inspection 
but they just don't know how all that explosive was was lost. I think it's like 60 or 70 times the amount that uh, was used for Oklahoma City, which immediately makes me think of white, white supremacists. supremacists. See? There was one. So. There. there you go. You always know that when you want to bring up a white supremacist attack, you can go back to 1994. Yeah, and find one. You got that. One. Uh, that's always that something one. that they'll do. Yeah. Or, as you pointed out, uh, open flames on open attack. Flame. Uh, yep, the open yeah. flames on attack in Charlottesville. That's Charlottesville. always around the corner. I mean, those time. were not necessarily good people. Oh, you know no. what I mean? No, they were I, I'm not, not entirely sure they were bad people, yeah. but that does, still doesn't <laughs> yeah. mean that that is the overwhelming right. threat to our country. Uh, yeah. And, uh, by the way, in case you don't know what he's referencing, they just finally arrested a guy with an open flame and a torch in Charlottesville. Probably a Nazi, but has finally been arrested. We can't do anything with the FBI or the people who tried to kill the uh, Supreme Court, but that guy we got. That guy we got. Hmm. Oh, anyway. Oh, and they're so busy saving us, you know, and our currency. Man, it's going to be so great when we have a digital currency because the dollar has collapsed and uh, nobody had anything worth anything of value. And so the currency collapses and then they reset it to a CBDC, a digital currency, where they can show us what we can buy and what we can't buy. You know, your your electronic dollar might not work when you're trying to buy something that you really want, but you're too fat fatty for that ice cream. So it's going to be great. It's going to be great. Um, now, central banks are doing something different than they're recommending to everybody else. Um, they're all buying gold, but they're you know, that's for them, not for you. Goldline has some of their industry leading gold legal tender bar cards back in stock this week. And uh, if you think, well, maybe I should do what they're doing. Uh, you take direct delivery and you'll receive 10 of the brilliant silver uncirculated Kennedy half dollars with every card you acquire while supplies last. Go to goldline.com. Call them now at 866-GOLDLINE. 866-GOLDLINE. A deep investigation into Biden and his crime family. BlazeTV.com slash Glenn tonight. Use the code FEDUP to save 30 bucks. Welcome to the uh, Glenn Beck program. One baby has died and eight have been admitted to intensive care in a mysterious cluster of infections. Uh, and it, the result is severe myocarditis, inflammation of the heart. Uh, in total, 15 newborns in Wales and Southwest England have been struck down. Uh, now, it's a little unusual, uh, 15 newborns, um, when usually it's been, uh, let me count them, one in a six-year period. Uh, so it's a, it's, it's a little high. Now, I don't know. I know everybody's like, oh, it's a vaccine. Well, it's, not, it's happening in Wales and southwest England. What is happening in Wales and southwest England? If this starts happening everywhere, then you have something. But you're going to be relieved to know the WHO is on it and they, oh, good. they are baffled. This is the actual quote. They are baffled at what could possibly cause a sudden spike. Yeah, I bet you are baffled. Uh, by the way, speaking of baffled, uh, boy, 
I have to tell you, I, I mean, I really believed Fauci was a good guy. Mm. And, uh, you know, he's when he says, hey, there's there's no evidence that all the science is settled. I believed him. Researchers at the Department of Defense wrote a devastating takedown of the proximal origin study, which was used by Dr. Anthony Fauci as proof that the COVID-19 virus came from nature. The takedown was written in the form of a working paper called Critical Analysis of Anderson et al., it was authored by Commander Jean Paul Creighton, uh, a Navy doctor working at the Defense Advanced Research Projects Agency. You might know it as DARPA. And also another research science uh, at the Defense Intelligence Agency. So it was dated May 26, 2020. Let me say that date again. May 26, 2020. Stu, how long had the pandemic been going on May 26, 2020? I mean, in the United States, mm-hmm. the shutdown was March, you know, between March 11th and March 15th. That was the window where everything started closing. Mm-hmm. So, And uh, that months. was right around the time that Anthony Fauci got on the phone with all of the people uh, that were even questioning and they were questioning in public. And then all of a sudden, uh, you know, all of these scientists that were questioning were like, nope, nope, everything's good. It came from someplace, you know, not naturally, not the lab. Natural. Came from some sort of weasel badger kind of animal, mm-hmm. we think, but we haven't found it yet. Okay, so uh, when everybody is saying that, DARPA scientists say that's not true. Um, the use, the uh, arguments that Anderson used to support a natural origin scenario for SARS-CoV-2 are based not on scientific analysis, but on unwarranted assumptions. So here's the Pentagon. The Pentagon in an internal paper proves that government officials were very well aware early months that there was no evidence to support the natural origin of the COVID-19 virus. So, so, so wait, what happened? What happened? What happened? What happened? What happened? Did they, did it not go up the chain of command? And, you know, uh, gee, thank God for whistleblowers, huh? This, this time somebody leaking this going, um, yeah, uh, we knew. And uh, they've been lying to you. Now, I know some people are saying these whistleblowers need to go to jail. <laughs> I, I'm not one of those. Hmm. But I, I like to categorize my whistleblowers. I think there's a, this is an important discussion. Yes. Because whistleblowers cannot be universally praised. I, I'm, I'm skeptical of whistleblowers generally. I like to <laughs> judge the whistleblower on the content of their character and, and the mm-hmm. content of when mm-hmm. they announce. That's well, yeah. So, but, in other words, the worst whistleblowers mm-hmm. are the ones who are like, "Oh my gosh, this was the worst thing ever!" It's they tried to light the declaration of i was there at the national archives they had torches read all about it in my book that is coming out in three months 
and that person was there five years before, okay, yeah. said nothing until the book is ready to come out. Got to be skeptical of that person. Got to be skeptical. Mm-hmm. Got to be skeptical. The next level down from that is anyone who blows the whistle and goes to Adam Schiff. <laughs> Okay. <laughs> You're saying that's a level down. I, well, I think I would trust the book person more than okay. the person All that right. goes directly. Right. To shit. Okay. It's, you know, the say I have a similar skepticism when there's a certain uh, group of lawyers that when they're the ones like Gloria Allred comes to mind. Yeah. If she's the one out there talking about your claim, I just don't believe your claim. I, I'm sorry. It's just a general rule. We're starting there. That's, it's that's really weird guy. because and she maybe have some true claims. I, I have to say, but if your choice is I want to expose this with Gloria Allred, I automatically don't believe you. And in a weird way, uh, I kind of feel that way about Alan Dershowitz, and and not because really? only because yeah, I, I so respect him, and I believe he fights the good fight. Yeah, but he also you know O.J. Simpson, he's he's really you know represented some dirtbags. So you look <laughs> at him and you're like, this guy could be you know. Uncle Sam in every good way, or he could have chopped somebody's head off. I'm not sure. I'm not sure. It's it's just a fascinating thing because I think like a, a perfect example of this is the lady from Florida. I'm going to misremember her name, so I won't say it. But she was uh, a, a a Florida government statistician. And she was just fighting the good fight. And she uncovered a whistleblower, started leaking to the media like crazy. That Ron DeSantis was drastically undercoming, uh, under-reporting uh, COVID deaths. Mm. Remember this big controversy? Yes. And she came out and she and she went on every, eventually got on every MSNBC show and made up the rounds of all the local media. She was praised by everybody, blah, 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 blah. You know, it takes a few weeks and we finally figure out that uh, none of the stuff she was saying was true. And it was just a bunch of, she was screwing up the data and none of it had any validity whatsoever. And she kept saying this. And like, we've come to the point now where liberals through that period, I mean, this is rare. Liberals in that period in the media have come out and said, yeah, we're sorry. We, we, we should not have been taking her seriously. We realize now she was a complete liar. But like a lot of times there's some something inside of a, a whistleblower that does things like this. That has a uh, maybe a separate agenda. Maybe doesn't like the person they're reporting on. Maybe just oh, has different politics. A I lot of times these people come out and they have agendas and you do have to take them with some skepticism. Unless, of course, as you point out, it had to do with Adam Schiff. Yeah. I, I mean, I have no problem with that. But when, <laughs> for instance, my attitude on uh, what's his name that was the huge, huge national security leak. uh made a movie about him he's in russia snowden uh, Snowden. Mm -hmm. Uh, you know i don't like the way he did that and i questioned him because he immediately goes away and then he ends up in russia and i questioned him but i balanced that with well if you're doing that in the united states uh you think they're not gonna off you want to off you whatever but you should be willing to take that pay that price you know what i mean Mm -hmm. Um, and he didn't, he wasn't willing to pay that price, which put him in question. But I still think now that what he told us was so vital. We did need to know that. We had to know that. We didn't care about it. Yeah. But yeah, most of it. We had to know that. Um, Look at, you know, look what he warned and look where we are. Mm -hmm. That's all the system. Everything that he said they, they can do, we now know they are doing. And much worse. Yes. And much worse. So, yeah, no, I, I, you definitely don't throw out uh, uh, whistleblowers with the baby. The baby with the bath, the whistleblower <laughs> baby with the uh, skepticism bathwater. 
Uh, that's you don't want to necessarily wow. do that. Yeah. But I do think that like every claim that comes out from a whistleblower is not true. And you have to yes. go through them and really look at them and judge them on the merits. Uh, I agree. And I think that's an important thing. We don't know. We, you know, this happened with against Trump. There's a million whistleblowers against Trump. Mm-hmm. You know, they were all saying that he was doing all sorts mm-hmm. of things that we found out later that he wasn't doing. Right. I mean, Christopher these, Steele, in a way, was a whistleblower. These these whistleblowers that are coming out now seem to have an awful lot of credibility. It does. And they're paying a very high price for doing it. Yeah. Very it's, high. It's price. like, you know, the old saying, believe all women. Don't believe all whistleblowers. Believe, try, you know, look at them and look at their claims and take them seriously. That's what you should do with whistleblowers. You shouldn't immediately dismiss them, but you should actually have some sort of merit-based process that judges who these people are. Because a lot of times with whistleblowers, is they don't have to put their name on it. They'll stick this stuff in the New York Times reports and ruin people's lives over it. And then we never find out who these people even are. And that's a problem, too. Hey, just for our ESG score, can we talk about trans women for a second? I, yes, of course. Hey, okay. uh, trans women, they're great. Drink Budweiser. Um, trans women, uh, you know, that's obviously a man who is no longer a man, but can have a baby. Mm. Okay. What? Right? No. Uh, Wait, so trans, anyway. A trans man is a man that can have, have a baby. A baby. A trans a woman. woman cannot have a baby. Because it's a man. Because it's a man. Got it. Okay, okay. I got I, it. I get confused so just, on this. Yeah, so. Just reverse everything. Okay. okay. Sure. Okay. <laughs> so anyway, a professor at the University of Colorado School of Medicine, he is part of the Integrated Transgender Program there. Um, he is wanting to do a test to see uh, what happens uh, you know, on vascular and metabolic, uh, uh, metabolic health um, in older people and younger people who are trans women. So he's asking for 30 volunteers to come in and have their testicles removed. So he can do a long-term study on what happens to you when we remove your testicles. Um. I think this is, I mean, I think I'm just, this sounds a little kind of like, you know, Angela, a little bit, um, but, uh, you know, hey, if that's your deal. But why put 30 more people in when, I mean, when you've got so many people in Washington like Romney, just study him for a while. <laughs> I just. What? Uh, that, that's hurtful. I uh, made our ASG score go up and then back down. <laughs> Darn it. All right. Um, Abby wrote in and she told me about Randy. She said, I, I, I didn't think I'd find a realtor in my area, let alone one who just lived blocks away from me. The real estate agent uh, my company paired her up with, uh, she was impressed by. She said he called me in less than an hour of my posting on realestateagentsitrust.com. And that was just the beginning. Randy had the names of all the tradespeople to take care of whatever needed to be done before the listing. All along the way, the professional photographer he hired made my little house shine. He knew the neighborhood. He helped get the price at the uh, at the level where she got a lot of action. And uh, she got two cash offers and her asking price in a single day. She said, Randy went way beyond my wildest dreams. He's a true professional and someone I now call a friend. 
That's the kind of real estate agent you're going to find when you are looking for one and you contact us at realestateagentsitrust.com. We're just a referral service. We'll try to give you the person that we feel is the best in your area. Realestateagentsitrust.com. That's realestateagentsitrust.com. The Glenn Beck Program. Swimming champion, champion Riley Gaines, who I think is an amazingly brave young woman, uh, she, uh, she tweeted, um, women's swimsuits are, are not accessorized with a bulge. And what she was talking about is the new Adidas women's swimwear, uh, which is being modeled by men. And it is ugly. It is ugly. I mean, it is, it's so just, it's just so crazy, so crazy. Um, but they're doing it anyway. And do they care? No, because they're not doing these ads, you know, in the rest of the world. They're not doing that. They're doing this to America. They're not doing this to China. They would lose everything in China. I think same thing with uh, Bud Light, Bud Light. An, another another month down 23%. It's getting worse for Bud Light. And the Bud Light guy saying, well, you know, no big deal. It's only it's it's 1% of our our uh, budget. So they're at least pretending not to care. Um, and I don't you know, I honestly I don't know why Bud Light and not Nike or Adidas in this case. I don't I don't understand, but we apparently we just kind of settled on. OK, Bud Light. No, even though they have just come out with their new camouflage can and I would have bought one, but I don't drink. But the other reason is I couldn't find it in the case. It was camouflaged. This is like the approach of the NFL commissioner. Yeah. Who every year, of course, you know, this uh, gets he gets booed when he comes out for the draft. So a couple of years ago, he just started coming out with like legends of the football community so from funny. the city he's in and like soldiers right? like, it's, so like, funny. it's like it's hard to boo well so that's what funny. bud light is trying to do right now and i don't think it's gonna work i mean it does feel like everyone's kind of settled on bud light as the poster child of like yeah. we can't have 24 percent drop i it, it's, it's, it's remarkable it is remarkable and we hope that it sends a message but i'm not sure but that even just even this is to make you feel like you don't matter anymore. You do matter tonight at uh, 8 p.m. Eastern time. We have a network wide special that you do not want to miss. Uh, it is reckoning the reckoning the Biden crime family. Stop waiting around for people in Washington. There is a constitutional way to take care of this. We just all need to believe that we have the power to make a difference. You do. Tonight. Don't miss it. Invite a friend. If you're not a member of The Blaze, please join us. You get 30% off your uh, year-long subscription. That's the biggest offer ever. BlazeTV.com slash Glenn. The promo code is fed up. 